0: Interested in energetics, intention, alignment, integrity, and ethics? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Sacred Leadership Podcast. This space is for you to gain inspiration, wisdom, and knowledge from exceptional leaders to support you in your leadership journey. I'm your host, Amber Gordon, trained therapist and intention and alignment coach here to ask all the deep questions to get the raw truths. Settle in, take a breath, set your intention for what you're open to receiving from this episode. Because it is time to drop in. Welcome back to another episode of the Sacred Leadership Podcast. I have a dear friend who has been in my life for a minute. We actually crossed paths back in 2020 um, when we were in a group coaching program together. We were both, you know, straddling that, you know, coaching therapy situation, trying to figure out where we were gonna go next. Elliot Lee is a holistic transformational mentor with a kink for astrology. Her background as a licensed clinical social worker for 10 years, combined with her passion and intuition for astrology, creates a roadmap for seeing clients deeply. Elliot is the creator of Astrology for Relationships. Mercury is Key, the first in a series of podcast courses to help you and your partner understand each other with more grace and compassion, bridging the gap in communication and awareness. Her mission is to make transformation simple and astrology relatable for you, with a focus on entrepreneurs, CEOs, and high performers. Yes, yeah. and this was where <laughs> because- I reached out to Elliot. Um, I think it was it was an Instagram story where you were like, "Yeah, I just kind of like did an astrology reading for um somebody in leadership and all of the members of their team, so that everybody could understand each other a lot better." And I was like, "Oh." okay, we must have you on the podcast. We must talk about this. And so I reached out and I was like, hey, I know it's been a minute, but like, love what are doing. Congratulations on getting married. Do you want to come on my podcast? And you were like, absolutely. Yes. So I'm so excited to have you on the chat today. And for the people who don't know you as well as I do, you could just give a little bit of background. I would love for people to feel a little more connected to you in your
1: journey. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, thank you for that intro. I love this. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Amber. Um, so give a Leo a microphone and she'll talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, yeah, let me share about where I've been. That's gotten me here today. So as you mentioned, I am a licensed social worker. Um, I had that's my entire career was my entire career. You know, we go to grad school, we go to school for many years, um, with a certain outcome. And, um, I love the perspective of this got me to, and that Mm. will get me to the next thing. And I, you know, nothing is ever, um, without substance for us. And so when I spent so many years, you know, in in the mental health field, I did (laughs) substance abuse, I worked with the homeless, I, you know, we were chatting off, uh, Uh, off recording how I really did have this kind of perfect position when it comes to the career that, you know, is so sought after. I had like the position of the most security, the most, um, safety, the most, you know, pension at the end of it. Like I could have rode that out for 30 years. Um, and it's so fascinating because you cannot deny a soul calling. <laughs> and I knew that I knew that um, I will always be in the field of helping other people. I will always deeply care about others and supporting their growth. But I had deeply outgrown the way in which I was doing it, Mm. and so Mm. from a series of events that you know, honestly, started with a a nice little breakup, (laughs) as a lot do. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um. Like five plus years ago, Mm. I had a whole dark night of the soul moment, and I questioned everything in my life. Of um, you know, all the way to, do I am I even a social worker anymore? Is this even who I am and what I want to do? And and I um, like stayed with that. I stayed with that, um, question and that questioning of everything Mm -hmm. in my life, all of my thoughts, all of my beliefs, everything I began to question. And with quickly within months and months, um, I, a whole new life started to unfold for me and has then that's been Mm -hmm. five plus years and have continued to unfold. So short story um, I left that, and when I met you, when I made the leap into full time coaching, and I left my, I left my um, most stable, secure position I could be in, and and went and and to serve people in a way that really made sense for me, because the position I was in could, couldn't allow that, wouldn't allow that, and so I um, did something that was for me. <laughs> and we were talking off screen, and it's just so. Interesting to reflect back because I it's just now a part of who I am and I, I forget that not everyone takes these kinds of leaps. <laughs> not everyone like <laughs> in my world. I'm like this is just who I am now. It's been a few years, so this is just who I am. Um, and it's been so fun to watch the evolution of that. So I then began my journey as a as a transformational mentor and coach, working with clients, and then even from that, that is evolving. And the last six months is really been an initiation which is why you reached out um I've really been um initiated into astrology and this mm. is something that I have always used with clients I mean I dove right in when I like like we all did we learn astrology and human design we like want to know all the things about us and again yeah, yeah. as as a Leo I was like tell me all the things <laughs> but what it did for me and I'm going to say this because it, this, this was so powerful for me when somebody sent it was a colleague who sent me. She's like, Did you know you can like type in your birth information and somebody on a computer screen will tell you everything you need to know about you? And I was like, What? I was like, Let me see this. And I pulled it up and I was like, I have never felt so fucking seen or so fucking validated from something that doesn't even know me. Like, that's what my birth chart did wow. to me. And it was this like reverberation of like emotion of like, Oh my God, there's something that like I I can't tell you I don't have a lot of words for the validation because it was just such an experience to be so seen and heard and understood. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I've been hooked since. And so from there I was like, well, if I felt this way, like I want other people to feel this way. Like that's the Leo in me. I was like, well, I want this for everyone. (laughs) And so I dove into using astrology with my with my client work. And it has been so fun because it's been such a um like a shortcut to be able to see some of the strengths and weaknesses and patterns in someone's life you can see that play out in a birth chart um and then as i was just saying in the last 6 months i've really been initiated into leading with astrology versus my transformational work so here we are today and so you saw me um a few weeks ago talking on my stories about working with a team and reading for her team so her um so uh the leadership person could have a better understanding of yeah. the kind of different types of energies and personalities and and strengths and weaknesses of a team to then be a better leader. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, it's been so fun. It's been such a fun evolution. And, you know, we can dive in and talk about how the astrology of mine even impacts these decisions. But um I'm really excited to be here and be having this conversation with you. Um uh, astrology is much more than a passion of mine. It's like a way of being now. And I attempted to turn it off for a while where I was like, no, it's it's not who everyone saw me as an astrologer, but myself. And I'm like, no, it's not me. I don't want to lead with that. That's just, it's not, it's not. And then whew, I just leaned in because it was an ushering. I told my husband, I was like, I don't have control over this anymore. I need I, I know you're on board with me. He's very supportive. I was like, but I just need you to know, I'm not driving this anymore. It's 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 just happening. I can't control it. It's yeah. just it's it's who I am now. And and instead of resisting the current, I'm going with it because that feels like a lot more fun, and it has been.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that that is such a an inspirational you know alignment, if you will, because I know when I find myself forcing things. It yeah. is so much different in terms of how it feels energetically, how other people receive me energetically. Yeah. <laughs> but when I allow myself to just be in alignment, even if it doesn't make sense to me, yeah. even if it was not part of the plan, um, you know, I, and when I just like let go and allow things to unfold in that way there is a potency that happens, right? Like when it's like you plus your soul purpose plus alignment (laughs) equals like fucking epicness.
1: Um,
0: And I think Mm -hmm. it's just, I've seen that uh, time and time again, even with, you know, social media, for example, somebody can be sharing content like, you know, all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And then the second they step into more like a deep alignment or their soul purpose, the second they really allow themselves to just, you know, Say like fuck it, I'm just gonna yep. go for it. Yeah, that's when people will start it. seeing their content. That's yep. when people will start responding to their content, be interested yep. in their content. Yeah, I told you like when I have been, you know, seeing your stories lately about you involving yourself with astrology and using astrology and even the the course that you put out. It feels like taking a bite of a big juicy peach. Like it's just <laughs> like oh, I this love that. Is so good. <laughs> Um, cause I can feel like that energy yeah. behind it. And it's yeah. so amazing to me because, you know, we have known each other for quite a lot, a long time now. Yeah. And when I first met you to be completely honest, I- this is the last thing I would have said that, Oh yeah, Elliot is in a couple of years right now. She's going to be doing astrology readings for people. No
1: can you absolutely imagine
0: absolutely <laughs> not like and like and that was also like when i met you you were like and i have i have charts and i have graphs and i have all of this stuff and like you know yeah. you're like this is how it's going to go and this is my 12 yeah. year plan yeah and like now you're just like i'm just going with it babe like literally. you know and I'm, like, I'm like what has happened to this literally bitch?
1: live <laughs> and the the, the beautiful uh, like alignment <laughs> that's and I've been in, like, I've been on the wave of life. And, you know, we were talking before recording how it's just been so fun and interesting to notice the, the, the you know, uh, the entrepreneurship journey. And mm-hmm. again, I, yeah, if you, anybody would have told me, if somebody would have told me, I mean, I had this conversation with with clients and like mastermind sisters last year where they were like, Elliot, like, why are you, like, you're not leading with astrology. And I was like, I don't want to. And they're like, yeah, but you I don't you. want to. I was literally like, I don't want to. And they are literally, because I love relationships, right? Like one of the whole mm-hmm. reasons I got into therapy is because I fucking love relationships and like do as I say, not as I do from my twenties. <laughs> now <laughs> I love relationships and I love the conscious relationship my husband and I have built. And that's really it's really powerful for us and it's powerful for other people to witness too. And so when I was like having this conversation last year with some mastermind sisters and um our mentor at the time, they were just like, why can't you do like relationship coaching and, and mix some astrology in there? I was like, no, there's nothing about that, that like lights me up anymore. That's not the path. And I couldn't see the path that I'm on now. I couldn't see that then. But I know that those conversations got me to here because it piece by piece, it widened my perspective of what was possible. And honestly, truthfully, all of last year was like an initiation for me um, Mm. on many levels, but definitely planning an international wedding for a whole week. You know, I that was a full time job. And so I weaved in and out of business while I was planning and preparing for that, which I'm so excited about. Um, And so this was my year where I'm like, fuck, I'm leading with this. You know, I started the course. That you were just mentioning, um, the astrology for relationships, Mercury is key course. It's a podcast course. I started that back in November and I thought I was going to finish it in two weeks before my wedding joke's on me. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> impossible, just manage expectations, Amber. That's all I have to say. <laughs> um, and then so when we got back from our, our uh, travels, our honeymoon, and all that, I, I finished the course and launched it, and it's been such a success, so much fun. I'm creating a second one, and so it's just so. Like I would have never known in six months even what that course would have initiated me into. And and it's been so fun just to, yeah, to own it. And that's what mm. I wasn't doing before was I wasn't owning it because I couldn't see it, but now I see it and now it's mine.
0: And I would love for you to share a little bit about like when people are hearing like, okay, like a relationship Mm. course delivered via podcast about (laughs) Mercury and relationships, like what?
1: WTF, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Fill us us in a little bit.
1: Happily. So, okay. So in a birth chart, there's many different planets and each planet has a representation of something. um the thing that was like coming up for my husband and I a lot last year which is why this course kind of became a topic was communication and in astrology um you know of course the planets represent different things and then so do each of the signs they all have their own energy which is really fun and unique and you know spices us up as individuals and then definitely spices the relationship up as a union as two people coming together and uh (laughs) uh my husband and I actually don't have what is traditionally called like complementary um, communication styles, according to astrology. Yeah, okay. we have a really beautiful relationship, and so I wanted to kind of debunk the idea that like because there's people out there who like use astrology as as fear, and I I bring love and I bring some realness. My my Leo gives us some no bullshit, but it, <laughs> and 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 my water really allows me to come in and get the depth of it and, 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 and deliver it with care. Um, Mm -hmm. and like the, with the, like the highest octave of it as possible. Um, so I created a course all about the sign, um, the planet Mercury, which rules communication. So it's the way in which we communicate, the way in which we, um, learn how we perceive information, how we perceive other people, how we perceive ourselves. It's all kind of filtered through this, this planet Mercury, which Mm -hmm. then, depending on the sign it's in, tells us how we're really flowing with that energy. And so in this podcast course, I broke down, so there's 12 signs in astrology. I broke down each sign individually, which I have never seen this done before. You can like take a masterclass on stuff and they give you overviews of energy because energy does, you know, each sign has an archetype, but the way in which it's expressed in each um, planet, can really be different. And so I took time to really talk about the highs and the lows of each sign and also like how it might show up in a relationship, what it might sound like and feel like how your partner might display this energy. And then like definitely opportunities for growth because there's, um, you know, what we would call like shadow sides of each sign. Yeah. So I give like some opportunities for you to like support your partner in it for you to have a better understanding of communication. So my whole intent was to really like bridge the fucking gap where you know if you just took my husband and I, I mean, I knew his astrology from literally the moment I met him, so I knew what we were in for. I was like, "Here's where we're going to be long, and here's where we're going to have some some opportunities for growth." <laughs> um, but if you just took that separately and looked at that, you'd be thinking that there's tension this entire time. And yes, we mm. have friction. We're also fire signs, so we like a little friction. Um, but it's not the thing that takes us out because we know how to work with it. And it, what it does, and my intention for this course was to give like. Just so much grace and compassion and understanding for each other, for yourself. Even mm-hmm. if you felt like like astrology for me, when I under when yeah. I found out about it, I was like, I'm not different. I'm actually perfectly correct. I'm exactly who I'm supposed to be, and my needs and my desires are correct according to me. I just didn't ever have anyone validating that. And at a yeah. moment when I was so tender during that dark night of the soul, um <laughs> coming out of a breakup, I was like, Oh, this made this this made sense. This makes sense for me. It, um. It really brought me back home and that's mm. what I want for people too is to get that there's nothing fucking wrong with them. Yes, there's wow. high expressions and low expressions, but we can work with all that and there's just a, you know, we just get to, we get to, I what I love is like astrology get, lets us be more of who we are. Mm. And so this is just one of many courses that I'm building out, but this first one of like, okay, it supports you in, 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 Communicating with your partner, and you can use it. You can listen to it for your team. You can listen to it for your mom, yeah. for your bestie. Like I talk about some specifics in relationships, but relationships are relationships too, and we're always relating. And so, you can get it and just listen to your partner. Or you can listen to your partner, your bestie, your mom, whomever. I'm your boss if yeah. you know the, if you if you know the break yeah
0: and i think that that's honestly like the way of the the future if you will yeah. like i really yeah. think kind of like bringing in more of this holistic view of a human yeah. being into yeah, all aspects I know. of life and the other really beautiful thing is not only does it bring validation for ourselves, but it also truly gives us permission not to take things personally, yes, right? Because like when <laughs> my partner's coming at me in a, in a certain way or there's yes. a miscommunication, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, well, yeah. obviously this is going yes. on because of something that this. has absolutely nothing to nothing do with needed. me, which exactly. again, like going back to, you know, working as a therapist and a coach, this is something that a lot of us, because we are very stuck in that, you know, child ego mind where like yep. everything revolves around us. Yep. Everything is our yep. fault. You know, a lot of like millennials uh, have been attuned to feel responsible for the relationships okay. and the emotions of like literally everybody Either. around right. them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. And so like this really gives that permission to be like, oh, wow. Like, so that's, that's your shit. And it's so funny because um, I didn't even realize this at the time, but my current fiance. When we first got together, his mom like reached out to me on Facebook Messenger and she was like, Um, hi, when were you born? And uh, what time were oh. you born and where oh were you born? God. And uh and like his his mom's like so into astrology. And she literally sent that. us this like compatibility like, whole, love- like thing. And she's How like precious. I am- I approve.
1: approve. This is, oh this is my God. You, you know? you and, it's <laughs> Usually it's reverse. Usually you're asking the mom for birthday information. She's not asking. That's hilarious. But I love that. The consciousness of that. Um, yeah,
0: it's so funny because my my fiance like he doesn't believe in that it, stuff like whatsoever. We could not be more like polar opposite. Yeah. Like I'm all like, "Oh my gosh, honey, it's a sign," and he's like, yes, "Oh yeah, it's fine, <laughs> all right." You know? like, and uh, but that's very grounding for me. Like I really need that that balance. But it's really interesting because the other thing that I found in terms of astrology is when we are. Trying to do identity work because this is something that comes up a lot with my therapy clients, my coaching clients. I think, you know, just with a lot of people in general, we're given a lot of narratives growing up about who we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to act, yeah. how we're supposed to exist in relationship to other people. And we try to make ourselves fit into these boxes that oftentimes do not feel good. They don't feel aligned. Um, they don't feel authentic. No. And when you get this information about who you are at your core, you know, with your with your birth chart, it is that deep validation of yeah. like, oh my gosh, I, I've okay. been forcing myself to be this way that everybody that's else really, is telling me definitely. I had to be. And is it's actually mine? not fucking that's true just, to me. who I really am. And here's the proof.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I like I experienced it with that deep validation. Like there's nothing fucking wrong with me for, for wanting something different, but feeling resistance to who I was because of mm-hmm. what everyone else expected and told me. Especially like for me personally, relationships have always been my biggest catalyst. I know they are for a lot of people and just that's been my personal path with it. And I have a lot of Leo, which I did not know. I knew I was a Leo son, but I didn't know how much Leo until I got my birth chart. I'm like, This is why I had certain, I would used to call them demands in relationships. Now they're just expectations and standards. Um, But I would have certain demands in relationships for like in certain desires and needs that were very different from my family and my friends and, and my partners too. And I couldn't understand why I always felt like I wasn't getting what I needed. And I'm like, there must be something wrong with me. You know, I must, Mm. I must, I must, you know, it wasn't ever like too needy, but it was like, I just, you know, Leo's love to be adored. And like, that's our fucking love language. And if you don't know how to adore us or like make us feel like something really special and unique. And if we're not owning that within ourselves, you know, that just leads to insecurity. Like I'm constantly feeling, you know, we think about love. Um love deposits loving deposits and withdrawals you know we've we've heard that conversation um and like i'm constantly in withdrawal (laughs) like but like i never i'm never an overflow because because somebody isn't communicating to me the way that meets my needs specifically and um yeah when i when i fucking understood that i was like yeah so my husband was my next relationship after this and um you and he's like, ha- happy to like tell the story and, and and share this as well. But it's just I'm like, here's who I am. Here's what I expect. Here's <laughs> here's my here's what I want in a relationship. And we were mm-hmm. I met him across the country, too. And I was also like, I don't do long distance. I need too much attention. And he was like, ooh, challenge accepted. <laughs> he's an Aries. So he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like challenging something. He's like, don't, don't tell me I can't do something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, that sounds familiar. Yeah, say, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and so yeah, so it was interesting. So I, I came to the relationship with, with, of course, I had self awareness, but I even had it from this place of like combination instead of just, mm. you know, because sometimes we want things and we're not totally sure, like is this me or is this just again what I'm told I'm supposed to want or whatever and so I had this validation of like oh no like uh, I'm a fucking queen <laughs> and treat I deserve to be treated as such and like yeah. the, I ha, those are my expectations now it's not even a demand it's just and, and I gave him an hour I was like if you can't meet that that's fine there's there's no loss for either of us like it's so early but like here here is what I, I meet him. And man, have we been on a journey for the last four and a half years? But it's been it's been amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think that that's also where when we're able to take radical responsibility yes, of ourselves exactly. and advocate for whatever it is that we need. And I think that that's where it's really helpful to be able to look at astrology because. We have so much that shapes who we are, mm-hmm. and some of it is not healthy. Some okay. of it is maladaptive. some I'm of sure. it is you know a, a wound, some of it is reactionary, yeah, and so being able to look at okay, like who who am I at my core, what actually feels real and true and resonates for me yeah. versus like what is a trauma response, right? Yeah, like totally. do I feel like I need to be adored all of the time because I actually don't feel really good about myself. Like, that's right. not right. Right. Um So I think being able to use it as a tool to really uh-huh. practice discernment in terms of yep. that identity development and that development in terms of your relationship with self and relationship to others
1: 100%. is so
0: powerful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's fascinating, too, because Leo specifically, and I'm happy to dive into your chart and talk about specifics for you, but what I learned right. through Leo's is like, actually, we have a really it's like actually pretty correct for us to have an ego and to have like a healthy sense of ego, like healthy in the sense of like, it's not over or hundred active, but like, like it's, it's correct for us to think a certain way about ourselves and to have these expectations of self and others. That's just like the energy of Leo. It's very regal. It's very leadership energy. It's very heart centered because it's like, it's leaving no one behind. It's I want. I want to bring everyone with me. Just the same sense of like. I learned astrology, and I was like, "Fuck!" I want everyone to feel this. Like, I want to read,
0: mm. and I
1: would read people's charts, and they wouldn't give a fuck, and they would have not. <laughs> they would have like zero response. I can't tell you. I read like every single one of my coworkers. I worked in a building with like fifty social workers. I read all of their charts, and I was like, "Let me tell you about yourself." And only a handful of people were like deeply interested but it's just so funny Mm -hmm. like and that's okay that's okay but it shows like that I was needing that this moment of astrology more than some other people and it shows the different energy flavors of some signs just aren't as interested in this kind of thing or wouldn't have the same reaction let me say it that way they can have interest but wouldn't have the same reaction to feeling so seen like Mm. say a Leo would
0: yeah. 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 And I think that that's also like for me, I'm like, ooh, a tool. Like I love it's tools. Like it's give tool. me like more tools. Yeah. Like because I want <laughs> right. to understand yeah. things better. Especially and then,
1: as a therapist, right? We love our right? toolboxes. And <laughs> my uh my,
0: my partner, you know, I I have have to like go back and like look at like his his full chart. But yeah. he's an Aquarius and like he's very like laxadaisical about yeah. Pretty much everything. Yeah. (laughs) Where you know, I'm like, babe, we could earn passive income and create these like twelve side hustles, and then we could do this, and then also like we could create an in-ground swimming pool in the backyard that's also a nature preserve. And he's like, um, okay. Like he's like, do you (laughs) ever just like hang out? Like, are you always thinking about twenty seven thousand things? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You? And he's like, no, I'm just. (laughs)
1: Which is funny because I would argue that Aquariuses are often future oriented. They tend to be like in their minds, in their heads a lot, thinking about um, whatever, like, honestly, whatever they're like rebelling against, whatever they're feeling like resistance against, (laughs) they tend to like are very vocal about that and often spend a lot of time there. So I would, that's a little surprising. But what I love about your energy, your Mercury is in Pisces. And it's this, it's this a visionary flavor. It's this flavor of like, like, A, it's mystical as fuck, which is so precious. You know, a lot of people who can have this placement don't feel mystical because um, Pisces can have this either in or out kind of energy where mm, if it's okay. in, it's deeply, it's deeply involved. But because it's a lot of energy to hold and you're very highly attuned and connected, it can feel like a lot to a person who doesn't understand how to use that energy. And so they will escape or avoid or just develop tendencies or habits that kind of keep you from being present with what's occurring or what you're feeling because they're really connected to the collective. They're really like oneness. They really have this mm-hmm. sweet ability to just like feel everything. And we can imagine how uh, overwhelming that can be for someone who doesn't have uh, energetic meaning. Mm-hmm. Um but that Pisces energy is so fucking precious like that she's like a, such a visionary so the way, so I was speaking about Mercury right so Mercury is how we perceive how we think how we speak how we communicate all of that um how we perceive ourselves and others and you come at it from this lens of like like it's so i and i'm going to say this with so much love but it's one of my favorite ways to explain it but like with rose colored <laughs> glasses a little bit, where it's just like you see the best in everything and everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I know some people are like, no, but like that it is sweet. No, it is.
0: I it's, like, I don't think I would be able to be a really good therapist if I yeah. didn't do that very naturally and very easily, I, you know? Yeah. There's a couple of ex-boyfriends that are very grateful for my ability to do this that,
1: you know? Yeah, <laughs> 100%. The grace and compassion that comes from a Pisces placement is so like beyond it can again sometimes become a bit of a mat for people because if it hasn't developed boundaries um and it's very like porous because everything it feels everything but like the love and light like genuinely of a pisces energy is so powerful it's really the part of us that gets so connected to uh it, it bridges love if you bring love mm. and what, do you mind if I say something about your chart on here for people oh, yeah. no, and just I told like you. I'm, a, I'm, you? A, I'm a okay. op- open book, open book. I know. I just, and like for all your <laughs> listeners here, this is so fun. So like we have this thing in astrology called the nodes, um, Like we Mm -hmm. have a North note, we have a North note and we have a South note. Have you heard of them or had heard? No, I have not. This is like,
0: this is like deep astrology stuff that I'm like, I know my sunshine and my moon. And yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but this, I'm bringing this up because it's really powerful for your life's work. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So our, our, our North note is like our, I'm going to, Okay, I'm going to regurgitate astrology information and then I'll break it down, I promise. So like our North Node is like our point of destiny. And I know it sounds really big. People are like, what do you mean destiny? But it's like this place in our chart that we're kind of always heading towards. And it doesn't feel very natural for us most of the time. It feels like this thing that is like opposite than what, say, like we have experienced in a past life. And I Mm. say past life because if there's a North node, then there's a South node and they're exactly opposite each other. So we kind of come into our lives with this energy of our South node and the South node energy is again, kind of like what we're most familiar with. It's what we gravitate towards. It's our comfort zone, but it's not Ah. our place of growth at all. Yeah. Yeah. So we can see this, like I see this play out in my, my chart too, um, uh, but i'll say focus on you <laughs> just for the listeners because they know you better um but there's this like we you know part of our like soul growth soul purpose comes from navigating like the begin of our north node mm-hmm. and it becomes this like kind of like north star for us where we can just keep in mind that if we're following this we're on track and it's going to play out for everyone differently. Um, but if we can just be mindful of the energy of letting, so I'll, I'll get more specific. So for you, your North Node is also in Pisces. And it is interesting. And it's also right next to your Mercury, it's just a few degrees apart. And so when it's this close, I'm like, well, fuck, your North Node is absolutely related to your message, the messages you get, and the messages that you deliver to people. And mm-hmm. I would be like,
0: okay. that makes a lot of sense for me. It really does.
1: Yeah, does it? Okay. Cause I, uh, if you didn't have a podcast, podcast, I'd be like, get a, get a you fucking podcast. A <laughs> tell the people, Check. tell people <laughs> <laughs> what they need. Um, but this energy of, um, of like it, but it, it's it, so Pisces again, it is mystical. It's, it's, it's all, it's all one. It's, it's love, it's compassion, it's forgiveness. And you have this ability, especially with Mercury there to just, translate for the collective like what we're experiencing or what's happening and you do it through a way that is very meaningful and through partnership because it's in your seventh house of partnerships Mm so yeah yeah so I would say in your romantic partnerships but this is also the work of like business partnerships too and like your clients where you have this ability to like be of like the highest essence for people and to translate that for them like one higher self to the next higher self is kind of like what that energy reads. And you have that ability to really see people that way and to translate it for them. And so um you're already obviously on this path getting there. And I would even say, Wow, how how like what's another way that you could lead into that energy too where it's heading you in this and you are you're lucky. And I say that like like I don't have anything that supports my north node, so to speak. It's it's not touching anything. No, it's touching some other things, but not as potent as you, where you have like this edge to you where like, it's really defined by the way in which you're you're sharing this message and you're perceiving the information that's coming in because Pisces isn't attached to the 3D. It's, 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 it's out here. <laughs> it's in oh, yeah. the Bible. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: We're, we, out here. Trust yeah. me, out, we here. out here.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's this translation of that message for us and to really share that with us and what I, you know, there's a few different things in your chart that really like explain that even further. Like your, um, I don't want to overwhelm you or your audience, so I get really excited about this stuff. So just slow me down if you want to, but I'm like, we can go, we can, we can roll with this. Because, and for anyone listening, like, if you're not, if you don't feel like you're, you've met your north node yet, that's mm. fine. Most, hey, most people don't know what the north node is, but also it's this: if you can understand where your south node is and understand that that's your comfort zone, and you, when you start to see this in clients, it's really fascinating because. I'll use myself here quickly as an example. My north node, my north node's and Aries. So it's very much like fire, okay. it's a leadership energy. It's like, we go first, we go all in. Like I'm leading with passion, I'm leading, you know, it's like me, it's me, it's me first. Yeah. Um. But my south node's in Libra, which is like, let me stay really cozy um. in partnership. Let me do this with other people. Like, I don't want to start something on my own. I'd rather like do it with people oh. or like finding ourselves like, not being front and center, but instead mm-hmm. being side by side because that's Libra energy. And there's nothing wrong with Libra energy at all. That's a beautiful fucking energy. That's where your placement is, is in the house of Libra. It's a, we're getting layered here in astrology, but each house is ruled by a sign. Um, So you've got that flavor. That's why my like partnership work, um, whether that's with a... Romantic partner. I am. I am
0: a responder. Like in business, like I am a responder. I hate being solopreneur. Like hate it it. when I am going at it on my own. I. I flounder. I really do. Like, I, yeah. it's so hard for me to feel like yeah. I have energy, motivation, yeah. direction. Yeah. But when I'm working with someone, when I'm in mm-hmm. partnership with somebody, when I'm responding to someone, oh my gosh, I have it's all of the energy it's in clear. the world. And it's so interesting that this comes up because this was something that I had been beating myself up. Mm-hmm. Out a you know, I'm lot. like,
1: it's so fucking correct.
0: Right. Because I'm like, <laughs> and, I, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, if you're a leader, you should be able to like lead, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. blah. And I'm, but I have this like deep desire yeah. to support and this yeah. deep desire yeah. to respond and this deep desire to work in relationship
1: to yeah. even just one other person. Yeah. yeah. And this is great. Um, this so podcast full of, of having validation. people on here to get your message out, to be in partnership with people. Yeah. I mean, this is just one avenue for you, but like, yes, that makes so much fucking sense. It would be so like, it, you know, if we were working together and I had not share what I just said, and then you said, Yeah, I just feel like I shouldn't be working, your, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't, you know, especially as an Aries, because Aries are, they are the gopher. So you could have right. this yep. stereotypical sun sign of you of being like, I, you know, I shouldn't need other people. And then I'd be like, Okay, homegirl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> let's stop. You are not all wrong. You <laughs> yeah, are all yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. 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 But that's so, like, that's what I love about astrology is even if it's like, if it's a new awareness or a different way of understanding ourselves like astrology is so layered and you guys have heard me spew different little pieces of astrology it is actually pretty complex it's like doing math in my head all day long um it was a muscle I had to build um but now i love it <laughs> and now we're we, we've like we're lifting much more at the gym now <laughs> with that muscle um but it's like there's there's this um opportunity to really just like see yourself like just a little bit differently and even if you've had your chart read even if you've heard me say something to just hear something a little bit differently where it gives you this um almost like crack in the window now where you can like there's a little bit more air coming in a little bit more room to breathe where you can can really just deeply get yourself or get other people like I, i have a deep passion for like the the what astrology can give us when it comes to like perceiving (laughs) <laughs> perceiving mm, yeah. other people like I can't tell you how it's changed the relationships in my family. I'm like, I get this now, you know, before because no one's perfect. Like I in family the hardest thing for us. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, the the the, the friction that I could experience. I'm like, you know, there still might be some, sure, but I have so, I have such a better under, it's not personal, family feel personal, right? Now I'm just like, this is just these energies playing out and like, who am I to judge them? Like, who am I to say that that's wrong? It's different than me, but I get it. That makes sense. And now I know what your needs are so I can actually meet your needs better based on knowing what they are from your astrology. And um, it helps
0: you to be responsive instead yeah. of reactive, right? Because 100%. you're really thinking about like, oh, okay, this makes sense because of this. And I'm standing here. You're over here. Yeah. And what can we do to kind of compromise and come into the middle where like you are still feeling seen, heard, and respected yeah. and yeah. I'm still feeling seen, 100%. heard, and respected? Okay. And it really allows that collaboration piece with- more than like, oh my God, Suze is yeah, just yeah. being a fucking asshole Universe with me. Again. Like, yeah. Jesus. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh.
1: I mean, well, I can still think that way. Sometimes I'm like, what the fuck? But I'm like, I just know that's their blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to call my family on our podcast, but I'm like, oh, that's just I know that in my mind where I almost chuckle with it. And when I use yeah. humor with anything like classic great shadow work tools, just laugh in anything that feels uncomfortable or anything that you notice, and that humor really diffuses that. And then it tells us that it's safer and safer to, to be with it. Um, and <laughs> it's like this... Opportunity to just be like, fuck. That, I get that. That's maybe not the highest side of that sign, but I get that sign. I get how mm-hmm. that's playing mm-hmm. out. Um, and it's not personal, <laughs> and and it gives me a wow. lot, a lot more grace and compassion, a lot more. Yeah, yeah,
0: that is really powerful. And then I think talking a little bit about. Just using astrology for like strengths, and mm. you know, we're gonna say strengths and challenges, um, because I don't really believe in like strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. I yeah. think you know, there's just like things I that come very easily, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. us, and yeah. then there's things that we have to like work yeah. a little bit harder yeah. Yeah. on. Um, so what are some of the things that either you've seen in your chart or that you saw like reading my chart, or things that you've been able to help some people with in terms of? amplifying, you know, those zones of genius if you will and then also finding creative ways to yeah. address the challenges.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll just caveat and say like astrology is so unique to each person. And I would definitely recommend a chart reading or go to Astro.com and like, ha- uh, it's not Astro.com, Astro Cafe, I think is the one was the one that I first listened to. I was like, wait, these people know me. It's a computer. Sure. It was like AI before AI. Yep, <laughs> yep, <yeah. laughs> um, So everybody's different and unique. So everybody's challenges are going to feel and express themselves differently. Because if you think about it just briefly, like we have 12 signs, right? And then we also have 10 planets and all of the, and we have 12 houses. And so we have many different components that could be talking to each other mm. very differently. And if you've ever seen an astrology wow. chart, it literally is like this line and this line and this line and different colors and this and this. And it can be a really overwhelming to understand. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> like, like I have hey. like, I can't even tell you how many times I've like pulled mine up on Astro Cafe to yeah. like, cause people are like, oh, what's your whatever. And yeah. I'm like, I don't yeah. know. I have to go look it up I again. To go and look- then I and then I'm like, oh, I'll come back to you later. And yeah, like,
1: it's <laughs> it's a lot. Like, it was a muscle I had to build. And you might feel that way, too. And I'll just caveat this. Uh, feel free to steer me back. But water signs, because they tend to flow, you know what? I'm going to say I'm almost wondering if I should go over elements, and that might be really helpful for understanding strengths and, and challenges. Mm-hmm. Um for people because there's only four elements and they're kind of pocketed in but but with your mercury and pisces it's a water sign and and she's mutable too which is a it was modality so she like moves and changes and like she's very like fluid all water signs are fluid water is fluid right um but it yours especially has this like ability to change often so it can often feel like a little you're here and now you're here and here and here and there's nothing fucking wrong with that. That would be super correct for you. It would even be correct for you to have many different partnerships, whether that's romantic um, overtime or um, uh, like business, different types of business relationships mm-hmm. and partnerships because of that and how you're relating to people. There's many, there's many evolutions of you <laughs> and that's all very correct. Um, but for water signs, what I was saying is it, we don't generally learn like the standard like textbook educational system learning it's much more like for water they like to because they emote and they feel emotions they speak with emotions it's a lot of like you know it's water and so there's just this lots lots of expression of feelings happening with water signs and um that also means especially with my mercury's in cancer and yours which is a water sign and yours is in pisces so i'm speaking for us and what i found is that there's this you know we're not necessarily learning like through looking at a chart and then being like, what's this mean? Um, I learned, and this is how I studied astrology. And it took me many years to build this muscle because it wasn't something I could just read and then go regurgitate. I really needed to get it in my body. And it took a lot longer for it to digest um, and Mm. integrate because I needed it to really, in order for it to be an integrity with me, I needed to really get it, like get it deeply. But I couldn't do that through just like forever reading. I needed to like, I needed to see people, I needed to know a person and I needed to know a chart. And then through seeing those through knowing that person and seeing a chart, I could then uh, translate the energy.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. makes so much sense.
1: Yeah, so I could like, you know, when I was saying <laughs> I was reading all my coworkers, I'm like, well, now I know I know who they are and how they express themselves or how they show up or how they you know, how they work, all of that. And, um, and then I not now know their So Now I can place, I'm like, Oh, now I know what a Gemini rising sounds like. Now I know what a Scorpio sun sounds like. Now I know what a Venus and Aquarius looks like, you know, in their relationship. Like I just started associating and that's how I learned, um, and still learn, um, but so for you, when you were saying like you pull up your chart and you're like a little overwhelmed by it, that would probably make a little sense because it, it you do better with people or through the assimilation of people and, and information. Mm-hmm. And so like it's really like this. Um, it's almost like intangible, like it's just a knowing. And once it's a knowing, it's a fucking knowing. Um, but until then, it feels like you're kind of wading the waters of 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 that information. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. And I think it also, again, like it goes back to really having the validation and the tool to provide that validation so that we can stand up to all the narratives and the supposed to's and the the things that we were given by culture, society, family of origin, like all this kind of stuff. And I feel like when, you know, I work with, you know, entrepreneurs, CEOs, coaches, other therapists Mm -hmm. specifically. There, there are a lot of narratives about yeah. how we're supposed to show supposed up in the world, right? Yeah. And being able to be like, no, actually, like, this is me. This is correct for me, to That's me, and it. what is actually in alignment with how I exist in the world. Yes. And I yeah. can – show myself so much love and compassion and acceptance because I have this validation for how I exist, even if everyone else is telling me it's incorrect, it's wrong, I'm supposed to be another way. And that is such a potent tool for, again, being able to stand in your truth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I keep saying astrology just makes you more of who you are. Like it allows you to be all of you because it gives this permission. It's like this permission slip of things that we've rejected or denied about ourselves or judged or shamed. And- it's actually really fucking correct for us to to show up a certain way, Um, and so back to your original question about strengths and challenges, you know, I kind of tend to use the language of high side and low side of each sign, and there's this, um, mm-hmm. and and in my course and how I like to look at it, and this is the language my husband and I use, like opportunities for growth, <laughs> like we see challenges that like. Opportunities for growth, and so if you look at a I love chart that
0: reframe. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you look at a chart and all the red lines you see in a chart, those are your opportunities for growth, and if you see blue mm. lines or green lines, those are where you feel like there's more um more ease and more flow and like helpfulness between the energies playing out in your chart, so, like I said, everybody's unique, and they can all talk differently, very differently than the next person, but you can kind of get a grasp of like looking at a chart, like if you look at how many, like you look at the amount of red and you look at the amount of blue. Um, And that doesn't mean somebody with a lot of red is going to have it really hard or it's going to feel really tough. It it just depends on the uniqueness of the energy. But I like to think about red because I have a lot of red. And I like to think about red as like these opportunities for growth. And I'm like, it has given me the fucking grit to keep going. Mm. It's given me the grit to never settle. It's given me the grit to constantly evolve and transform and happens to be part of my life's work because of that energy too, because I'm always a new version of me through that. Um, And so I don't want, like, we don't do fear-based astrology here. Every chart is perfect and it's perfect for you. And some just have different karmic lessons and opportunities. And like some people are you know, designed to be front and center. And some people are designed to be more support in a supportive role, but neither is better um, or worse. And so if we're talking about the elements specifically, like, so there's four elements, fire, earth, air, and water. Fire, like the tenants, so fires are Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. And so these energies are like kind of in your face energy we're we're bright we're bold we're we're here <laughs> we're optimistic we're like you know we're like kind of the natural leaders of the zodiac there's other of course other signs are leader signs too but the, we're just you tend to hear us more because mm-hmm. we're just louder about it generally fire scenes are just that we burn hotter literally we're just like more we're we're more, we're more in your face you're gonna feel our heat more Um, and this makes really great CEOs and entrepreneurs, um, and, you know, makes it any great person, but it does make somebody who's going to be more present. You're going to notice them more. And some of the, the challenges to fire signs is, you know, you burn hot. (laughs) Like there can be a lot of like heat, especially if you find that in a relationship too, or like there can be a lot of like you know you got two people who are burning up and then but it sizzles out pretty quickly too fortunately with fire mm-hmm. signs um but you could have people who are uh, some some stubbornness and some like ch- like um <laughs> uh, fire signs like competition tends to be like a big thing or like this internal competition i'd say aries the most <laughs> of like like you i, I reference i know you. i referenced my husband who said when i when i first met him like you know like, if I had it my way, I'd pursue this. He, like, didn't want to accept that, like, I don't do long distance. And he literally, in his mind, was, like, child accepted. Um, and so that's, like, typical Aries energies you would see, play out. Um, and so it can kind of, like, that competition, that kind of arrogance, some of that. Um, just noticing where you might be tending towards the self versus others um hmm. instead of like uh where we're you know kind of more self-involved what i will say personally one of the things in business that i fucking loved about myself and gave me permission is like i do everything through the lens of me and like yes we all do this but like it's really correct for me to do this all of my leo i have leo sun leo rising leo venus leo mars in my first house wow. of, yeah yeah in my first house of aries which is also a fire sign, so you can hear how I'm layering it. Not important for for those listening. If you don't, if you're not tracking, it's so fine. But it just a it gives me this double fire energy. But it, um, I'm looking at my Leo through the lens of Aries, which is me, me, me. And so Leo already has this um, flair to like, I want things my way or this certain expect- expectation. And we do it in such a heart centered way. Like it does. Like we're like bleeding hearts. Um, but it's very correct for me to do everything for me first. And then through my understanding of it and my integration of it, then I deeply serve. And so mm. sometimes that takes a little bit longer for my message to get out. But I <laughs> right. Because I've got to deeply live it first before it translates for of usefulness for other people. But that was something that was really helpful. Cause especially, you know, in our helping profession, we're like, yeah, okay. it's like selflessness of service and self-like, so, just be of service. And I was like, a bleeding heart being of service and like selling my soul. I'm like, you know, but like, I was like, I, I can't do what I want. That wouldn't be, that I sh- you know, like I'm wrong for that. and helping people. So I should just keep helping people. Right. That's what we're taught, especially in our field.
0: Yeah. I um, actually, I remember when we were in our group coaching program and like, you know, we were all like kind of like working on like our pricing for our like yeah. coaching and all that kind of stuff. And you just like busted out where like, you, I can't even remember the number, but like, let's just hypothetically say like, we were all like, okay, like a hundred dollars a session. You're like 300, yeah. $300, Stop you know, that,
1: that, and I
0: was like, I was like, I'm trying to get good with a hundred and you're like yeah. Three, 300, that sounds, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good, <laughs> that sounds fair, right? <laughs> okay. Like it's up on the website and like people yeah. are literally like <laughs> handing you the the money yeah. that you're like, yeah. I deserve.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah so like, I can totally see, that. <laughs> yeah, that's the fire for sure. and it does have this <laughs> sense of um certainty to it where it just believes in what it's doing, and that's a that's a can be a plus for the people who overthink it. We have people who overthink things, right? um maybe some of our earth signs, um maybe some of our water our air over can definitely overthink that's what those signs can do, but not necessarily from a place of insecurity um whereas like fire is just like fuck it let's go <laughs> yeah 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 but it was so helpful for me to understand that like this is like this is part and i'm a sixth line in human design we're going to switch tools on you really quickly and also learning that and understanding that like deeply uh, uh, like opportunities for trial and error and then through that synthesizing of that information is where i teach from and so it's even mm. like this this deep understanding of like i like it's fine if it's not for other people right now, and maybe that makes my progress slower. But the moment I fucking get it, you better believe I'm blowing a world right, wide open. And like that's even mm. like what we've been seeing for me, and now leading with astrology is like the resonance for so many people around this that it's just, um. You know, again, a year ago, L would not have been able to sit here and speak to you like this because I was deep in my own integration of 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 my wisdom around it, and and. That's part of my integrity barometer too. Um, and but now we're fucking here. And, <laughs> and now I want everyone to have access to this. So we're sharing, sharing, sharing. Um okay, so that's fire signs. Um, we'll do earth because you've lots of earth in your chart. So earth is earth is um Virgo, it's Taurus, and it's Capricorn. And so our mm-hmm. Earth signs are like the people who are like, uh, like they like tangible. They like to. F- feel and touch and experience something like maybe more than other signs so for you i mean you have your moon in virgo you're a virgo rising so our moon represents like i never knew (laughs) yeah girl you have so much earth um you actually have very you only have your sun and fire so if fire signs don't always resonate with you this would make if like not all of that i definitely see you as fire but i also see this earth really supporting your fire so i can see where this comes from too um, yeah, you have a ton of, you have a ton of earth, which just makes you really grounded. It's, um, this opportunity. Okay. I was saying, sorry. Um, your moon is in Virgo and our moon, our moon is what, uh, our inner is our innermost self. It's the part of us that, like, it's how we feel most nourished. It's how others can mm. nourish us. It's kind of our subconscious world. It's our innermost world. So we can really get a peek into somebody's heart through their knowing their moon sign, like in, like, oh, for, wow. Yeah, it's potent. my next course is being built around that because you can imagine how powerful ah, that is. Love that. Yeah, you can imagine how powerful that is for relationships to be like, "Oh, that's how you need to feel most loved and nourished." Like, "Oh, like this is how we create emotional safety because that's what the moon rules is emotional safety." And like, "Oh, I I could shortcut this for you." Like, "Great, let me do that." Um, and so for you, yours is in a really potent position actually. It's at 0 degrees, which is a really strong strong degree. So, it's a kind of a newer energy for you. Like we're talking about degrees, degrees start at zero and they go to 29. But with Virgo there, like, you know, I was saying, you know, we're taught to be of service, but for you, it's like a value for you. It's like, there's this Virgo rules, Virgo rules a few things, but she's, she's deeply the, she's like a goddess of service. She loves to be in service, supporting other people, helping other people. She really is like this messenger of 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 health um health becomes a really big focus for people with um virgo placements um she rules i yeah i know i know a little bit about your story so i'm like this doesn't surprise me not that i would ever Mm -hmm, predict mm -hmm. this for someone ever i would never give that kind of information um but it does maybe help us understand that um digestion because virgo rules that Um, digestion, that digestion would be probably a big thing for you. And you can kind of know when you're in the shadow side of Virgo, when you're having lots of digestive issues, because Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of anxiety and Virgo can really um, have its energy play out there. Mm, Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And your moon there. So that would tell me that like, I mean, like, I don't know your love language. Is it like, do you love acts of service? Is there something that like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I'm like, I, I'm, I mean, it's pretty obvious for some other places, but I'm like, I'm sure you like to be like, like supported. Yeah. It is, yeah, yeah. It is
0: acts of, like literally acts of service and like, everything yeah. else.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I like can,
0: you, you take my car and put gas in it. Yes, like I'm yeah. over the freaking moon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I would know that from your Virgo moon, but you also have... I mean, you have Taurus placements, you have Capricorn placements, and these placements are personal planets for you. So like I'm saying, you have a ton of Earth. Um, so I would have guessed that, but I love like, like your Virgo wants to like get it right. And that can be sometimes a downfall when she's like overthinking it. What I do love for you though, is like opposite Virgo is your Pisces. And so you have some complementary energy here where Pisces, play, Pisces is playing in the field of of possibility and the field of, you know, she's hanging out in the quantum. <laughs> and Virgo's down here making shit happen. Like Virgo's down here like materializing the the um the 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 vision from above. And it's good. Not everyone has that balance. So you actually have that balance where um because your rising sign is in Virgo too, you really lead with you lead with service and you have a mission that's very clear for how you want to support people. And it's um meaningful for you to be impactful and to be like a nurturer for yourself but definitely for other people like virgo just loves to to take care so does cancer but virgo does it in a very like an acts of service like a material way versus cancer cancer does it in like a more of a feelings way a little or taking care of the home kind of energy so um yeah. So Eric signs in general can get this energy of like, they really like tangible, like access service. If we think about, I like to think mm. about, I'm always, I'm always asking people, I'm guessing, and then I'm asking people their love languages because I'm, I'm developing hypotheses a, a lot of times based on like people's charts. <laughs> I I'm can like,
0: see, I can see the wheels turning. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Like, you know how, like I have my background and all the things, and then I'm pulling that into information. I'm like, and what things am I seeing that are, overlapping where I can just keep shortcutting the information. And that's what I love is like astrology is a tool to shortcut some of some of this information. Yeah. yeah. Um and earth science, they just really um, you know, I was talking about digestion and how, well, specifically Virgo, but just like digesting information. And they really like um they can be a little bit slower sometimes about what where they're going, not like a fire who sprints, but they're methodical and they're they're practical and they're like these are the placements that really enjoy seeing the whole, vi- like seeing the step-by-step, step. like what is the plan? And they like having their calendars like open and booked. And like, they like they like the organization of how can I see what's coming? It's like a vi- it's like, it's not necessarily long-term visioning, but it's more of this energy of just like, I want to know the plan. I want to know how I can mm. best be supported by the structure. That's what the word I'm looking for, the sh- structure. And so with yeah. your... Are- your moon there and your rising sign, which a rising sign is kind of the handshake we have with the world. It's how people see us first. You know, you would present more as a Virgo than to people. And then they get to know you and they see some of this, this fire, you know, and then they're like, you know, maybe on social media, people get the energy of like, she's really grounded. She's really certain. She's really practical. She's really here on a mission. And then they get behind the scenes and you're like, let's fucking go. <laughs> and like, <laughs> And then your core personality, which is our sun sign, kind of comes out a little bit, right? It's fun that we have like these different layers to us. Um, Yeah. So with your moon in Virgo, your um, rising sign is Virgo, your Mars is in Capricorn, and your Venus is in Taurus. And you've got other places there too, but I'm just highlighting those for the sake of um, people listening. But this just tells me that like you're building something tangible, like you're okay with one foot in front of the other. Um, moving forward because you know that at the end of your steps at the end of your life you will have built something successful and something long-lasting and it's probably really important to you to have and to be creating some sort of legacy that like lives on through you from you beyond you because um this earth energy really does like to build and with your mars and capricorn it's just like it's motivated by it's motivated by ambition and it's motivated by success and it it, it's happy to like be working it like doesn't mind Mm -hmm. working or it it don't my working yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know where some people might be judged for working more or like filling their schedule or whatever but like earth science like that's I mean Taurus is like luxury so they like a little bit of grace with that but in general earth science really do want to be in motion like building oh, yeah. something. I'll tangible. work hard,
0: but let me make my own schedule, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I <laughs> have. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And with your Venus and Taurus there, like she wants her self-care. She wants like, give me all the luxuries of taking care of myself. Let me like be able to bookend my massages or like my facials or whatever, whatever the things are for you that like really fill your cup.
0: This is freaking me out, Elliot, because I literally like just the other day did a like, okay, if I was just to like scrap everything and like write out like what is my perfect, most ideal week look like, Yeah, it is literally everything that you're saying. Like I would have off on Fridays completely. Fridays are like self-care day. We're booking massages. We're going to cryotherapy, infrared sauna, like whatever. You were getting a smoothie for lunch. Like that like every single week. And then like also being able to work like really hard, but in a way that feels good for me. And I can have control over my own schedule and sleep in if I want to, like all that kind of Yeah, So I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm freaked out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so correct for you though. Like it's not even, doesn't even have to be, this is what I love about it. It's like, it doesn't have to be what would my ideal day look like. It's just, it just is. Like this is the energy that is where I feel most supported, and I will say I was like I was like, oh, don't forget to say this when I first saw this. But um, so this is huge for you. You are in a really fertile time in your life, and and um, I'll say in your life, and how, whether that chooses to be personal life or career life, but you're in your Jupiter return. And I'll explain what this means for the listeners. And this is yeah, so fun. I was fun. like,
0: I know, I know about Saturn return. I yeah, yeah, know about it, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, this
1: is so juicy. Okay. So, okay. So Jupiter's on a sign for a year. So it takes 12 years to come back around to the sign it was in that we were born in. So like, it's like a oh, party wow. when okay. it's there every 12 years. So we've only experienced this a couple of times and we're both um, thirty. You just turned 35, you said, right?
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'll be 36 in a couple months. So like we've only experienced it a couple of times. Uh, I just finished. I literally two days ago just finished my Jupiter return. And so oh, I'm going to caveat so cool. this for your audience so they can understand that, and then I'll explain it for you. So you know how you guys heard me say how I've been like in transition and figuring out. And then in the last six months, it's like bust wide open about like where I'm going. That's what my Jupiter return did to me. <laughs> There were some influences from that eclipses, a hundred percent. But like, but like my Jupiter oh. return because Jupiter is the planet of like plenty. It's a, a planet of abundance. It's the planet of like whatever it touches grows. It loves to shower like opulence and and more and more and more whatever it touches. And this can be an excess, of course. Um, but it can be such a sweet time in our lives when it when it hits some things for us in our chart where we're like, now's my time to shine. Like here we go. And mm-hmm. so for me, my, and this is correct for you too. So your, um, Taurus rules your ninth house and ninth house has this flavor of long-term planning and visioning. It has this flavor of like travel and it has this flavor mm-hmm. of like spirituality and philosophy and religion or mm-hmm. whatever those words connect best for you. It has this flavor of, um, like, uh, how do I want to say it? Just like, um, teaching like sharing it's like getting our messages out far and wide and we both of our Jupiters are there so this would tell us just in general that like there's this like natural um like desire or attraction for us to be teaching and sharing and like to be getting our messages out more and more well for me when Jupiter went back through my ninth house um I I literally am like, I have so much to say and I don't know where to put it. I just, and hence one of the podcast courses, right? And I'm like, I just need to get it out. And so it's funny that my entire, because Jupiter stays been a sign for a year. When I've hit my Jupiter return, I literally went went to the Dominican for a month to work. I went to five countries last year, including Costa Rica where we got married and then our honeymoon in the Maldives. But like we went to five countries and like Jupiter... Loves being in the ninth house and it loves travel. So I don't know if you have any travel coming up, but I would like not be surprised if you (laughs) if you have travel coming up because this is the year of like it really just wants to go big with it. But with Taurus, it wants to do it in like what way? Like mine's an Aries, so mine goes hard and fast. You know, Aries energy. (laughs) But yours is in Taurus, which is a much more like sensual, like pleasure centered sign. It wants to do what feels really good and nourishing to the body. And so your travel may include even just like like something that like really pleases the senses for you, where mine was like a lot of international travel because it was like go big or go home, which is like Aries energy, where Taurus is like, but how can I feel most cozy? <laughs> like, how can I like really take care of myself during this time? So for you, within your Jupiter return, it literally just moved yesterday into Taurus. So you just started. So- and and you're this is so fun. You've already started to feel this energy because your Jupiter is at four degrees. And so um uh Jupiter just moved over. So it's at zero degrees. So there's only a few degrees apart before you're gonna hit your Jupiter return. So you've been in the energy for a little bit, but it's 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 heating up for you. So there's this just moment for the next year for you where you get to like really revel in like your pleasures. And Taurus loves, um, you have a really, I'm like trying not to confuse you or your audience so much. I love reading charts because I like love highlighting all these things. So, okay. So, um, Taurus like is got this sense of like material wealth that it's ruled by Venus mm. and Venus rules money and love and okay. Okay. the senses. And so, like with Jupiter there, I would just be like, and you've got your Venus there. So, I'm like, there's probably this sense of like, despite what you're doing, you're always probably, like creating, creating wealth. And I even say, I don't know why I'm feeling hesitant of using the word wealth, but just creating like tangible money, like almost like where there's always cash in your pocket, where there's always money in your bank account. There's something about stacking. That's the word I want to use. There's like this stacking energy to you that probably makes you feel really most valued and secure and and safe when you've got like a, like a stack of bills, like to make sure that like things are going well for you or that you're taking care of. And if you don't, you probably feel it more than some other signs. Because of that Taurus energy, where it really likes stability and reliability, and so Mm. if you don't have the stacks of cash, it's like edging you and urging you to like create the stacks because it 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 wants that. Yeah, get the (laughs) stacks of cash. It's like go bury gold in the backyard, please. (laughs) it's like
0: no it's so odd like because i'm like hearing you talk about this and i'm like you could be psychic like you could like i know you're just reading my chart but like you really could be psychic
1: i told you like we just we end up just channeling and sometimes i just forget what even comes through but it it feels like that with astrology it's funny because it's so funny and i actually really i'm gonna like accept that validation of you saying that because not everyone translates chart the, the same way I do, everybody's different, of course, and in their interpretation of right. it. Like, you can see the same chart, and people will interpret it just differently. Like, I just, you know, I honestly languages. feel like
0: you've been like following me around for the last month, <laughs> and, like, not just following <laughs> mm-hmm. me around, but like have like tapped into like my brain. So, yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. Of my inner yeah, yeah like, that's yeah. how I feel right now. I'm, yeah.
1: like, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. you know everything about me. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. And it's funny because I had an Akashic reading the other week, and she told me, She's like, you're gonna be bridging your methods and astrology and your intuition into one and i was like yeah i see that and i was like my intuition leads these you know anyways um but it's funny you said that like psychic and i'm like i already like tune in tapped in but then like to hear you say that of like I, the, the methods being developed that's just what i want to say i'm like i'm hearing validation from my my own team <laughs> then, like the the, the messages as received um but back to you. Okay. So for the next year, there's a sweet opportunity for you to really be visioning big, like vision big for your, I don't do five year plans. There's things in my chart that doesn't really speak to five year plans, but for you, there may be, (laughs) and there might be like, is again, your earth really wants the practical. It wants to see the future. It wants to know where it's going. It just wants to know that it has, it's ducks in a row and that there's a there's an end like you can see the uh, success at the other end of your ambition and like that's important mm-hmm. for you and so mm-hmm. um this would be a really fertile time for you to be planting those seeds and starting to watch them grow too because even next year they'll be growing and so it'll be so fun for you to just be okay number 1 nurse the fuck out of yourself it's Taurus season currently while we're recording this we're about to switch into gemini season but with all of your earth energy especially Now, with Jupiter returning to Taurus for you, nourish the fuck out of yourself. Take care of your body. She's going to support you through this. And if she's not feeling like she's taken care of, like she's going to, yeah. Yeah, she's getting the,
0: that message hard, Elliot. She's yeah, getting yeah. that message hard. Yeah. She tired. She's, she's tired. And she's she, tired. She's yeah. tired, She's like, I'm about to stop if you don't get your shit together. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And we don't want that, right? Like, we love her. We love what our bodies do for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And the, uh, even this year for me, I'm like, I can feel the expansion coming in my life that I'm like, my number one priority mm-hmm. is nervous system and my health. Mm-hmm. Because without mm-hmm. that, I can't grow. Like, my mm-hmm. business can't grow. You know, I can't 100%. grow. And so. So I'm like, okay, this has been my, I've been deep in like my supplemented, my naturopath and like, yep. oh, my yeah. nervous, I'm like nervous system regulation every single day and like releasing subconscious exactly. release and like doing my practices because I know what to anticipate based on astrology. I also have a strong intention for myself, but I'm watching and noticing how my body's responding and I'm like, I'm priming it, I'm priming it, I'm priming it for the growth. And I know that, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> with expansion can come contraction but I don't want the contraction to take me out of the game. <laughs> I, I, want, I want the bounce back much faster than I've had it in the past. And so um, that's what I'm intending. And so for you, I really see that being for you too. I really see it being this really fertile time of you taking care of yourself, prioritizing pleasure and play and just like really, like I keep saying nourishment and through that comes just the byproduct comes Ease and comes the opulence and comes the abundance and the opportunity. It's really this really fertile time for the next couple years for you and just opportunities. (sighs) Because
0: like in all of my meditations lately, do you feel that that? word for word? What you just said is the message that my guides have been giving me. Like literally word for word, like to see that that's like also in my astrology. It's yeah. so
1: yeah. It's like, I'm, oh, like, have, I'm sitting I'm here and I'm up. like <laughs> <laughs> But like how fun, but right? But if,
0: that's it's, also because like my we talked a little bit in our pre-recording like I've been getting these messages in terms of like having faith and trust and surrender yeah, and just yeah, knowing that yeah. I can slow down and by yeah. doing less I'm actually yeah, going to have do more. more Yeah, and oh. it just oh. so like I'm like oh the like the matrix is like no that's wrong, right? Yeah. Like you, you need to have more and do more mm-hmm. and then maybe you'll and get more. Me. And this whole like do less, get more thing, like it's so interesting. Cause I yeah. feel like, again, that's probably the like paradox. my south node, like, you know, feels <laughs> comfy cozy with that. But then like my north node's like, yeah, you just step into your yeah. message, your your purpose, yep. you know, and Literally. everything will be fine.
1: And I and there's even more importance, and I'll tell you why, because we look at like your Virgo rising and our chart, we look at so we have a chart ruler, everybody has a chart ruler, and you can pull up your chart and see this, but um, so Virgo as a Virgo rising, you're ruled by Mercury. That's a Virgo and Gemini rule Mercury. This is huge for you because your Mercury is in Pisces. So we look to Pisces. We look to your Mercury for one of being one of the strongest points in your chart because it's a rule. Tr- okay. it's, it's like a, like a high point for you of like anything touching or surrounded or any aspects, we call them aspects in astrology that your, your Mercury is making are like really, um, potent parts And the fact that that's already what the conversation, this wasn't even, I realized this as I was talking, I was like, I need to go back and touch on this. It makes it even more important. You know, I was talking about your North Node and your point of destiny and like where you're headed and how your message is going to be a really big part. Now, like compound that with the fact that it's your fucking chart ruler and it's asking you to be like, girl, like share, please. I almost keep getting the word like translate. It feels like you're translating information. You're transmitting, like there's like a transmission, (laughs) like there's like translate, translate, translate. It's like this, like getting out of your own way of the overthinking and needing to be in all the details of things and channeling literally the, Mm -hmm. the energy of just like what's coming through. Like, I don't know if you do Akasha readings or, but like, I could so see you just like being such a, such a translator of, of information for people in such a healing way um and what's really powerful is you've got this you can't see it because i've got it pulled up on my screen but this really fun energy of like so virgo is ruled by mercury and then we look to your 10th house your career house and it's in the sign of uh, of gemini which is also ruled by mercury so there's this like sinistry that's happening for you of like People see you as somebody who wants to share with them because the 10th house is the house that people like, I don't know, it's like our public facing house. It's the house that like, yeah, that people want to kind of how people may outwardly perceive us, not in the same way as like our rising sign, but just like, you know, mine's in Taurus and I think more than I (laughs) realized. I don't have any earth so but like I think people see me as somebody like a little bougie a little luxury I like my cozy conditions yes I know I'm like that's my Leo but like like, and I work at kind of like a slow pace like that's the Taurus in me or my Taurus in my 10th house and for you like this 10th house has this huge persona of like of messaging of student of learner of of like really being this, it's Gemini, so it's got this duality to it where you can hold multiple perspectives for people. And you can really be a truth teller in that way. And like the fact that you have Gemini at the top of your chart, and then, you know, your chart ruler is Mercury because you're Virgo rising, you've got all this energy. I'm telling you, that's just saying message, 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 whether it's writing or speaking, I don't, I don't care. I tend to see I tend to actually see a little bit more writing sometimes with this placement um, Hmm. because I I always find that like with Virgos, I just find them as like, not bloggers, but like they like long form for some reason. Or like I see Virgos writing the books, like people our age. I feel like they're the ones writing the books. Um, And Gemini is more like the boys. This isn't true for everyone, but that's just when I'm noticing things. And picking up on things, it's like Gemini tends to be more communicative with the voice. But with Pisces in there, she can be whatever the fuck you want her to be. She can write. She, <laughs> can, she can YouTube. She can podcast. She can, she, but she just wants to like really let everyone know um, what's possible for them and the, and the message mm. of where they're headed and where they're going. And you really have this ability to tune into people's like higher self. And I really think mm-hmm. that people would And would and do benefit from that with you and and from you. And you do it in this really, really nice, like you make people feel really safe. I'm just like looking at some other pieces in your chart where you can really just create this like natural safety, but then like give them the truth.
0: Yeah, that is pretty validating. I, I say that, uh, you know, all my clients are like, you are like really honest, but I really love it. Like, yes, that, it just, that's you okay. know, yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that there's just like, there's a lot of truth, but there's a lot of compassion. And I think yeah, it really right. is because, yeah. again, that higher self piece, like I'm not telling you anything you don't already know.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But I'm seeing it for you. You're holding it for them. You're like holding the vision. You're holding the intention and you're, it's like, it's a calling them forward with this energy. Um, and it does it in such a, like you said, like a compassionate, loving way. It does this in this energy of like, it just, like, you're okay. I just want to help you see that. I mm-hmm. want you to know that <laughs> and like really, really get that, like that earth and you really want them to to like get it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's, you know, part of like, I think, you know, this whole mission here is that I I truly don't believe that anyone is a follower. I think we're all mm-hmm. leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind oh, of in one that. way that you are choosing to lead. And that's where mm-hmm. like some people lead from the back. Some people lead from the middle. Some people lead from the front. Some people lead from like way down the road. You know, yeah. I think that there's so many different types of leadership. But again, like we are all being called to be in alignment with our sole purpose and our sole mission yeah. and being able to, again, kind of like discern what is real and true for you so that you can be in alignment with whatever the fuck you came here to do. Like that is what
1: lights me up. Yeah. Like I feel like you just summarized your chart with that. Yay. That's
0: that's what I like.
1: My favorite thing is working with people who are already so attuned and intuitive and self aware that I get to come in and I get to highlight things but and, and like maybe say it to them differently than how they've heard, but essentially I'm validating what they already know about themselves, and that's a testament not to me but to just to the people I work with where there's always this already deep knowing whether they whether it's showing and projected outwardly yet, but there's this deep knowing of who they are and what they want already um and so. I just, I had to come in and be like the Leo hype. If I'm like, you're, this is fucking great. Let's go. Yeah.
0: That's like, I'm literally, I'm like sitting here thinking, you know, like, I'm like, can I send my clients to you? And then Mm -hmm. like, we'll work on like actualizing, like all that stuff, but like go get a freaking chart reading with Elliot and then then, then come to me and like, we'll, we'll do the coaching on it. But I really think that that is such a powerful tool. And I know, you know, we talked about fire, we talked about earth, we talked okay. about water. <laughs> yep. And so if you could just, I know I obviously fun. don't have a lot of this in my chart, but just, you know, to kind of round out the conversation, yeah. if you could share a little bit about the um, air, air. signs a little yes. bit. Yes.
1: Thank you for bringing me back to that. Um, yeah. It's the
0: therapist in me. That, I got yeah, I appreciate you.
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can just keep, I can keep translating the information <laughs> for as long as you want to listen. Um. Yeah, so air signs are beautiful. They're the intellects of the zodiac. And you said your your fiance is an Aquarius. So an Aquarius is an air mm-hmm. sign. Gemini is an air sign. And Libra is an air sign. And they all, as every sign does, shows up a little bit differently, even if it's in the same element. But these, these signs are like the social signs. These signs, especially Gemini and Libra, especially Libra, I feel like they love.
0: My bestie is a Libra like through yeah. and through. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: so precious. It's so it's what it's so sweet they're so charming. Libras are just so charming and charismatic. They just like, and that's what they do. They, you know, Libras and Pisces I'll say are like the two lovers of the Zodiac. And so they love love. And so they're, you know, have those, that rose colored glasses on sometimes, um, to, to see what they want to see sometimes, and then be one love for all. Um, but they're also like Libras can be very, like they really, most of the time I see this I think my brother's the exception, but like aesthetically, they really like aesthetic. (laughs) He does too. Let me say it this way, but I see it play out in the coaching world a lot with people I know who have curated Instagrams and like photography and things. People with strong Libra energy, they really like um, aesthetically pleasing things. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: yeah, 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 yeah. And it's important for them. It's like their beauty, they're ruled by Venus, um, which is also, Taurus is also ruled by Venus, Um, but it's like beauty and love and arts and money. And like, it's very important for them to like, they feel best when their like their environment looks mm-hmm. <laughs> the way they want it to look, yeah, yeah. and um, you know, and that's a little bit more exclusive to Libra, but even just for all air signs, Gemini and Aquarius as well, like, these are the people who remember how I said I'm like oh it took me a long time to digest the information and get it these signs can fucking learn it and spin it around and teach it and not in a bad way um sometimes (laughs) it's not all the way integrated there is like some energy to that but they just can learn so fast and it's so beautiful to like watch this like process happen where they could read a book or not even finish the book maybe and then you know, have a master class on it or tell you all about it where I'm like yeah, oh, there's no recall my, for me. <laughs> my best
0: friend is one of the scrappiest people that's, that's, I that's, know. That's, 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 I love not. But like it's like so it's like so scrappy and so like finessed and put together yeah. like all at the same time. And I'm like, how the fuck did you <laughs> do that? <And> like <laughs> yes. seriously. Mm. I'm like, I'm over here like literally integrating for like 12 yeah. years. Yeah, and she's forever. like, oh I just I know. Like, Saw this thing on TikTok and now I'm going to teach a masterclass yeah. on it. And
1: I'm like, no I know, fuck. I know. It's amazing. Right. And like, especially for you and I, we both have our Chiron and this is a whole nother conversation, but I will say just for your peace of mind, um, our Chiron and Gemini and our Chiron and our chart is like our, where we're most wounded. And so this is where it comes in to be really helpful for shortcuts and therapy or in coaching or their clients mm-hmm. to kind of take a peek at our Chiron to see like where our biggest wound is. And it's something we're always like in process of healing. It's not necessarily the one thing that gets healed one time and we're done. It's always we're mindful of it. But the more we lean into it and heal it, that's kind of our energy in which we then like how we heal the world through that too. And and so healing this part of ourselves and Gemini for us both is like our message and our voice. And it's really important for us to have like be working on sharing our message and our voice because it's been the thing that we've had the most maybe one of the most insecurities about, or we were most misunderstood about, or we felt like we were, um, like we didn't always have our thoughts together. And so we didn't always know what to say. And it felt really conflicting to like, um, like speak up, or maybe there was something specific from our childhood that happened around that, um, around communication. And so through that though, becomes like one of our biggest like opportunities to heal. And, um, we both have this placement. Yours happens to be in your tenth house of career. So I'm like, girl, I know you're healing this. <laughs> look at you. but uh, but also like, I'm like, oh, this is part of your life's mission here is like part of this energy how people see you is like, again, this deep um, translator of information, this messenger for the people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so so air signs can like have this translation of information really quickly. Um, mm. and they can learn it, and they can go. Whereas some of us have like have taken a little bit. You said twelve years integrating. Like, I've never felt so seen in my life. With, and, and it's like the reminiscing on it. I'm like, oh dear God. Um, but then part of our chiron is that like fear of lo- that educational component, that communication component for us that um we have overcome and will continue to overcome. And for the rest of the air signs, it's just they uh, like. They're like fucking brilliant. They're so fun to watch in action. They can be really stimulated. They like lots of stimulation, whether that's people or books or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um down- I'm just
0: like laughing because like literally my best friend and my fiance yeah. I joke that they're like the same person. Yeah, yeah. Because like they'll like like my my bestie will come over and walk down to like my fiance's office, which has like a laptop, three screens, a mini <laughs> iPad, <laughs> yeah. and a phone, and then like something like seriously. Yeah. I like can't even go yeah. near his yeah. desk. Yeah, like, <laughs> 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 you know, and she's like, Oh my god,
1: like what do you have getting like you yeah, know? And, yeah. like- and they can see all the monitors at once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they can. That's so correct for them, right? Imagine if we like judge that and been like, "But there's something wrong with me if I can't tolerate that, or you know, that's too much. You shouldn't be doing all that." Like that's actually mm. they can they can manage that more than some other signs, mm-hmm. um, yeah. some other elements because of that. And so it is helpful to like have this understanding that, that kind of the the shadow side or or challenges for air signs can be yes, not always that information is digested. Sometimes, sometimes it can come off a little um, superficial or flaky a little bit, that air sign, because it moves so fast in its mind. It sometimes can just be, you know, these signs can sometimes make plans and they cancel. And so then they have like this, you know, you think of an air sign and it kind of unfortunately has the stereotypical like air Airhead, yeah, air, air yeah head, but they're yeah. just in their heads they can just be in their heads and this depends on what other signs are in your chart too you know yeah. of course but um they can play that out and then the other thing about them is um they uh don't because they're so uh, like mind focused and in the mind they're re- literally ruled by the mind like they're ruled by mercury or sorry gemini is but um it, because they're intellectual signs they're not always in their feelings and they don't have access to their feelings, maybe like some other signs do. And so it can be sometimes frustrating because yeah. they don't intellectualize their feelings. So I paid attention to this with clients a lot because if they're intellectualizing their feelings, I'm like, I know what you're doing, this, like. I could see, I guess I can call your all your air out right now. Like I know what you're doing. I know you're talking about it. I know you're thinking about it, but are we like, is there a processing actually Actually happening? Actually
0: feeling our feelings. Yes. Like what is the, what is the somatic, you know, experience that's actually going on? And they're like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Like I have to feel
1: something, but like someone, one of my best friends, she like, you know, I love her, but she's, and she's got lots of air. And so like, I've had to like call that out to be like, I don't I hear you talk about it like it's processed, but I don't actually think it's been. And like we have that relationship, and I have that relationship with clients. I'm like, let's call it out. Let's, let you know, let's say mm-hmm. what it is. And so I think it's important. Like, again, another way of like astrology can really help us get ourselves um, and some of our own, like, you know, head, we don't even see the challenges. We don't, because it, it's especially with those air signs. They're like, no, this is just how it is. It's just, I, 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 of course, I talked about it. I processed it. I thought about it so much. It's absolutely processed. And like, wait a moment (laughs) let's check in (laughs) um and and especially with aquarius is um they will i are probably one of the more detached or most detached air sign from their emotions and it's not because they don't want to feel they're just more i mean they'll probably tell you they don't want to feel but like they're more preoccupied with like like their mission of whatever that is for them they're 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 you know, they're so inventive. Aquarius is a, are like fucking geniuses, I swear, where they're like so creative. Offlines are creative, but definitely um, Aquarius has this energy of like inventor genius creation energy because it's always thinking about how to better something for other people. And so it's mm. so focused on that like frame of mind that it's not often like present. And so, mm. like for me, my Leo, like, I'm like, be present with me. My water is like, be present with me. But then, like, air signs, I'm like, wait, come back. Are you even here? You're not even in the conversation anymore. It's like, where did you go? Validate <laughs> me. <laughs> did you hear me? Say so you heard me, please. <laughs> and
0: yeah, that's like really fun for me, like being, you know, a therapist yeah. and yeah. like, you know, my fiance's. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, but how are, how are you feeling? And he's like, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm like, no, but no, how are no, you how, feeling? But I'm good. And I'm like, no, but like really hard. And then like, honestly, he'll come back to me like three days later and he'll be like, yeah. So, you know, the other day, like, I think I actually like was upset and I'm like, I freaking knew it.
1: I I love that. But what a gift you get to be for him though. And like holding that space and like, you know, like not getting frustrated by it. Like it would be so easy to do, but just being like, okay, when you're ready, because that is the thing is like, they don't always, they, they don't always know because they're not as in their body, they're in their minds. And so that can obviously be a downside in relationships or with people you're, you know, you're working with or just yourself. If you feel like, I feel like I got this, but I don't really got it. Um, that can definitely be an air sign (laughs) challenge. Yeah. And I think that
0: that really is like it, and I'm seeing so much overlap in terms of like astrology and also, the nervous system regulation work, all of that inner work, Mm -hmm. shadow work, all of this kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Because like, yes, like I can have this understanding about my, you know, fiance just kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not that he's like, I don't want to tell you how I'm feeling. He like genuinely doesn't know that he has feelings in that moment. Or my best friend, like there's definitely times where she drops off the face of the fucking planet and I'm like, hello, (laughs) like, where are you? And I could be like, man, you're a shitty best friend. But like, I know that that's just like who she is. But it's also, I've done enough of my own work that Mm -hmm. I'm able to be like, oh you know what? Like that is frustrating. However, I understand that like, that's how that person exists in the world. I can do the Work to not take that personally, and then how do I attend to my own needs in the absence of that person being able to be present or emotionally attuned to me? Can I get that need met somewhere else or by someone else in you know a way that feels good and is respectful to the other relationships that I have? And I think again, like these things are tools, but unless we have done the work to be Mm -hmm. able to actually integrate Mm -hmm. these tools, that's where like, there is this beautiful piece between like coaching therapy, you know, shadow work, (laughs) like, you know, subconscious work, um, and being able to, like, inform that work with, you know, astrology, yeah. human design, whatever it is that you want to use. But then also knowing that, like, you have done that emotional regulation piece yeah. that yeah. when these things come up, you're not like, oh, well, there you go, being a fucking Aquarius yeah. again. Like, <laughs> I'm funny. so over it, you know? It's, like,
1: well, it's <laughs> yeah, true. Like, it does
0: you know, if he needs to take three days to process something, I'm not, I'm kind of like, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't make it no. <laughs> mean
1: anything about you. It was funny last night, my husband, because um, we often speak in astrology and he's a cancer moon and we were like so tired and we just finished like sitting on the couch, laying on the couch and I was like ready for bed. And he like wanted to cuddle for like five, more seconds. And I was like, I'm ready for bed. And he's like, but my cancer moon needs it. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I get that. But like, also are we thinking about anyone else in the situation that i'm ready for by we've already been sitting here and cuddling i <laughs> think but it's so funny how it's like that language of like you can use it like but it does become something where we both are aware of like our our essentially our characters that come out or that play out from ours you know each mm. sign has an archetype and they're different characters and so like who, who are we getting or who is here who's present and what are those needs and who are they um and i think like you were saying like you know shadow work and subconscious work my favorite and like I feel like it's been such a gift for me to have had the past that I've had and the experiences mm-hmm. and my education and my training and then all of that. And then arriving here with astrology that I have this lens that's very informed. And so I can see the some of these patterns, some of these um fears, some of these um limit limitations, so to speak. I can see that play out in the chart and I can see that for people, um, maybe mm-hmm. quicker than like you know, in therapy or something like it, because it begins right. like a bit of a short, a bit of a shortcut. Not, not that there's anything wrong with therapy, but it does begin to be like a little bit of a of a shortcut. And I think it is this opportunity to like, you know, and I oh, you said shadow work, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I actually finished um water because one of the challenges for water is to not be reminiscent in their feelings because water signs like you and i especially with our mercury there our moods are now dictated by our thoughts and our feelings and like sure that can be obvious for everyone but not everyone is watcher like us and so so if we're in a mood that's like or if we're having a certain thought that the thought impacts our mood more than it would other people because of that water influence and so water signs the high side of water is like they're so intuitive you know, where we have this energy of like um, empathy and compassion and um, intensity a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this like this, this penetration, this depth, this water, this in- emotional intuitiveness. Um, and the downside is we can get lost in the, those waters. We can mm-hmm. get lost in those emotions, you know, without the, without the emotional regulation, we tend to have water placements tend to have emo- a lot more emotional intelligence than other signs because mm-hmm. they're so familiar with that. Um, I I absolutely think that my water placements are why I, you know, went to therapy and my my Mercury is in Cancer, but it's in the 12th house of Pisces. Um, So, you know, it's that like really deep service to like the underprivileged, so to speak. There's that energy. And then my moon is in Scorpio, which is also a deep um, water sign. And so that gives me the ability to have the depth and like the penetration I can see right kind of I can see through some bullshit, <laughs> like call it intuitive, whatever. It's just a way of being for me, but it has some intensity to it where I can just um, navigate. Oh yeah, that. I don't work
0: with like people who are like a lot of Scorpio and yeah. me like,
1: yeah, no, yeah. It, it with the, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: my uh, my soon to be mother in law is a lot of Scorpio well, energy. It's, I, I love you, Gabby, if you're listening to this. So but sad. like, you're, you're a lot. lot. It can be a lot. It can it can be a lot.
1: It's intense and it's 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 penetrating and sometimes not always welcome penetration. Um, for sure. And you have that your your Taurus there, which is opposite Scorpio. So there would be some some conflicting energy. It would feel it would feel a bit like this sometimes for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, part of those those essences in my chart have made me really great at what I do and made me really yeah. perceptive. Like I'm I've always been perceptive, call it trauma, whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> call it astrology, call it life, whatever. But we're I'm extremely perceptive and and I think that um, that's been and will continue to be a gift, but it's fun to see when I started studying my own chart to start to see where those gifts are in my chart. I already had the gifts, but then I got to see them. I'm like, oh, that explains that. And so it's really um,
0: like mm. a game
1: of discovery. <laughs> but for but for water signs, yeah, And that, you know, emotionally intelligent and we have to remember not to get caught in the waters. And that um, facts are not feelings. Um, <laughs> or when I say facts are not feelings, feelings are not facts. Feelings and not yeah, facts. yeah, yeah, feelings are not facts. And that um, if we slow down and not everything's personal, then we know that there's more to what's happening around us as long as we're not like caught in the wave of it. So um, yeah, highs and lows to each, to each element and definitely specifically to each sign. But it's so fun when you kind of like understand the nuances in it, then then nothing's bad. Nothing's wrong. It's just an understanding. And from that understanding, there can be growth. <laughs> That's what uh, I, <laughs> a, I
0: love about it. I love that. And you know what, Elliot, I'm going to tell you, I'm pretty sure like everyone who listens to this episode is going to like <laughs> <laughs> want to get their chart read by oh, so you. Fun. So fun! hope they are interested in learning from you, connecting with you, how can they do that?
1: Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram at underscore Elliot Lee. Um, I'm sure you'll drop my name, but it's two L's and two T's yes. <laughs> uh, my Instagram. Um, I have my books open for readings, but if there's a time that you don't find that doesn't work, just DM me. I know sometimes like you, I'm protective of my schedule and my calendar, but I also mm-hmm. can be really flexible. So um, if you don't find a time, just DM me. Um I also have a course out, like we talked about a little bit. Yeah. My my astrology for relationships, and Mercury is key course, so I'm super proud of that. And it's a really low ticket item. I made it really accessible for people. It's $111, and you get almost over three hours worth of content about this stuff specific to you and your partner, split up into the signs and um, and creating another course um, for your Moon sign. And then there will be another one coming after that for your Venus, which is how you love. Yeah, I'm really excited oh, for that one. That one's coming this summer. So juicy. I know. It's so fun. It's so fun. I'm like so lit up about it. I would never have guessed that six months ago when I had this first um invitation, this first urge to create this Margarita's uh, key course that I would be creating a library. But like that's how life is. You know, this got me yeah. to that. <laughs> and 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 we keep we keep arriving. So um yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. Um uh, underscore Elliot Lee. And then I have those uh, courses available and I would be honored to hear from your audience um, if they would even want to send me a DM to hear how this uh, this episode impacted them or what they learned. I love hearing and interacting with people. So if something resonated or you learned something about yourself or something was helpful, please send me a DM.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's where, you know, I will just reiterate that you are such a beautiful teacher, Elliot. Like mm, truly. I just, I feel like I learn a lot just from following you and observing mm-hmm. you and you. you are a really um, big expander for me. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever spoken that to you, you but have you're a no really big expander a- to me um, because I really watched you have faith. I watched you trust. I watched yeah. you lean in. I watched you have no freaking <laughs> clue where you were going next, None. but you just kind of like went with like what felt true and good for you yeah. and- I see you now, and you have this gorgeous relationship with your husband. Yeah. You're traveling. Yeah, you are good. like lit up. You glow. And <laughs> so, I can just see you so much in your soul purpose uh, doing this work. And so it you. just feels really inspirational just to know kind of like where you started and just in a few short years. Like we talked mm-hmm. about 2020, like it was yeah. like a Forever. millennia yeah. ago, but yeah. it was really it was like not three, that long yeah, ago. Three years ago. Um, So when I think about like how much you've grown and expanded in that time, it really is inspirational for me. And I love everything that you're sharing over on your page. And I'm definitely going to recommend everybody go give you a follow. We will drop everything in the show notes for you. And again, thank you for your time, your energy, your expertise, and (laughs) your astrology.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, this was such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, for inviting me. Amber, your gift, your gift to your audience, to the world. Like, I'm excited to see more of these gifts out in the world. This is so fun. There's such a bigness awaiting you for the next, I mean, coming. Me, it's here. It's, I think we're in arrival time, but we're going to watch it play <gasps> out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's poetry. You heard it's it here first, up. everyone. Yes, you heard it here first. That. I cannot wait to be like the record cheaper of this for this episode <laughs> to like have the evidence for you. Cause I think it'll be so special of like this just knowing. And I think it gives you this momentum too, which I, um, you know, I already mentioned I'm a no bullshitter, so I'm not gonna like say something that I don't. And I don't do predictions oh, yeah. either, but no, I can do energy. I I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So many things. It's so sweet. So I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to we'll do this again sometime. We'll come back on and we'll we'll jam again, and it'll be so fun. For if there's something your audience wants or needs, but for now, this was. I'm so so grateful. Thank you. There you have it. Another episode of the Sacred Leadership Podcast on the books.
0: I hope your time spent here served you and nourished you. Join us every Tuesday for more honest conversations and powerful insights. Remember, exceptional leaders share the wealth. Send this episode to someone who would benefit, leave a review to let others know about the show and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Talk to you soon.